Proverbs chapter 11, verses three through six. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless keeps his way straight, but the wicked falls by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the treacherous are taken captive by their own lust. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Well, here we are. Instead of doing just one, we kind of jumped and did four of these Proverbs today. And uh, even just hearing them, you know, you probably heard the word righteousness bouncing around a lot, Mm -hmm. um, especially in verses four through six. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of these different framings of the same central thought. And it's around this idea of uh, righteousness and uh, wickedness. Um, you know, there's, he kind of taps into riches in verse four. Yeah. And some more uh, thought on integrity. So, um, you know, we got to shift our mindset from just jumping into one proverb because we're jumping into four. So Jennifer, <laughs> uh, what are, what are your thoughts? You know, we can kind of tie them all together or break these up separately. What are, yeah. your, what are your thoughts? on? Well, I guess going? I got a little bit of, but well, okay. Well, I'm just going to start with three, I guess. Um, I, I like mean, it. this is like, we're basically juxtaposing the righteous versus the wicked. True. Right. And so we starts off with this, um, you know, talking about the integrity of the upright guides them. And that word integrity um, made me think of Job. I think we referenced him the other day. But this kind of honesty, um, having such strong moral principles, but also like a whole undivided person. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no like conflicting, corrupted yeah. kind of um, desires, agendas, whatever. I mean, you know, there's just a lot of integrity in this mm-hmm. person. And it's actually this word is used for Job like five times throughout the book. And just to think about that, a, a blameless and upright man who feared the Lord, but even in his suffering, um, he said, you know, God said he still holds fast to his integrity, to his innocence here. Mm-hmm. And even his wife was like, are you are you really going <laughs> to hold on to your integrity? I mean, why don't you just curse God and die? Um, yeah. But that's some pretty extreme um, resistance and temptation um, when you get into that deep uh, level of suffering and abandonment. And yet, what a picture of a whole person, someone who's truly clinging. Um, and he was obviously motivated by his belief and trust and love for God, ultimately. Yeah. So that was just very instructive. Like, okay, this is the kind of integrity that will guide you, is to mm-hmm. be undivided yeah. in your love for God and your desire for the things that he desires. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you have, you know, Um, compared to that, the crookedness of the treacherous Mm -hmm. would destroy them. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Or you want to move on to riches? (laughs) I have more of an overall thought. Maybe we should have started with you. Go ahead. Well, sorry. Yeah. It came to me after I handed it off. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm glad I can help Um, you out there. Fresh out the oven. Come get it. (laughs) Excellent. Um, You know, I think like just looking at these, these proverbs, it really like the common thread is like this zoom out full circle moment. It's, it's very like the ultimate ends of the decisions you make. Mm-hmm. Um, riches don't profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. And then this idea that 
the wicked falls by his own wickedness. The treacherous are taken captive by their lust. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them in verse three. And so, uh, you know, I think like what the Proverbs are really like instructing in here is this, this very holistic view of life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to use a, a phrase from the great Nick Saban to oh. like this trusting of the process, you know, trust the process. Oh, okay. And I think that that kind of ties into the harmony of uh, wisdom literature is there, there's dissonance, you know, along the way, you know. Uh-huh. And so that's where Job and Proverbs and Ecclesiastes kind of help us process. But these are like the guiding lights that you know and psalm 73 comes to mind which is very mm-hmm. harmonious with with this which is where this psalmist kind of tells his testimony of really fretting over uh his trust in god as he watched the wicked prosper mm-hmm. and then he takes it into the sanctuary of god and, and there discerns sort of you know what is troubling him and um what god has to say and the clarity that this psalmist who's watching the wicked prosper, uh, what he kind of comes to is truly, you know, in a moment, you will bring them to ruin. Like right. these people who uh, w- wear violence as a garment is uh-huh. what he says. And they yeah. wear pride like a necklace. Yes. Um, you know, it's not like it's these people who are manipulating and abusing others. Mm-hmm. And their tongue struts through the earth is like this great, you know, it's like they just got big talk and big right. game. And so these proverbs uh, really help us like reframe life uh, through this ultimate lens. Because I think like where we begin to drift away from the way of righteousness is when we begin to make these decisions in this uh, context that is divorced from our uh, faith. Right. Yeah. And yeah. ultimate, and ultimate truth of what yeah. these things bring. Exactly. So, no, that's really good. Cause I think that's what they, you know, we were talking about before, like you got to go to the heart level, like what's going on in your heart. And there's a lot of places in the Bible who explain, you know, where it explains to us, what is the true condition of our heart? Like, this is not just like we do bad things sometimes. And, um, and you need to say you're sorry and get forgiveness for those. And then the Proverbs is telling you how not to do bad things. It's like it's taking you deeper into the mm. actual nature of, you know, depravity, original sin, which is to say you had this, you know, posture completely, um, you know, opposing God. You loved everything but him. Mm. I mean, you were just so set apart from him, separated from him. Like the only thing that can save you is to have um you know a savior like yeah. that can pay the price that you need this new heart god has the only means of salvation for you and so you you start there and you can see these proverbs are like referring to that over and over again like it's kind of like even just like in the next one with riches i mean that's such a common thing that people look to for salvation like mm-hmm. i'll just every i not only will everything be okay in my life if i have money i mean we all know we do need money to live like we live yep. in this this um Sadly. you know kind of <laughs> right economy but people look to it for more than that they literally think it'll make me okay mm-hmm. like we're looking to something outside of ourselves to make the inside of ourselves okay which is the opposite of the gospel god's saying no nothing on the outside is going to make you okay on the inside mm-hmm. it's only having a new heart that can love me that can worship me that 
um, you know, has been redeemed, then then it can start playing itself out in these ways. Um, so again, looking at the the yeah, of course, riches are not going to profit you in the day of wrath when God pours out His wrath. Um, you know, in judgment, setting things right, you're going to want to be hidden in Christ. Yeah, for that. But you're also going to want to see riches rightly when you're in Christ, mm-hmm. because we can still be pulled away in idolatry and loving these things. So these are great like reminders. Like, wait, yeah, no, like I can't find my meaning and purpose mm-hmm. and worship riches. Of course not. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think like just again to beat this drum, but. We have to really understand righteousness through this lens of beauty yes, and like holistic rightness, yes. you know, yeah, and uh, not just like moral, like task doing uh-huh. and like moral accomplishment. This is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's an aspect of it. But like a righteous life is far more like it's not a teetotaling life and it's far more than uh, just like a well-behaved life, oh, yeah. but it's a beautiful life. You right. know, it, it's like a, a life of, of generosity. Mm-hmm. It's a life of deep relationships. It's a life of justice. It's a life of productivity. Right. Um, of self-giving, of self-giving. And self-sacrifice, like our like humility, like we talked about yesterday, just the things that we see so beautifully portrayed and mm-hmm. represented in Jesus. I mean, this is yeah. why, he is the radiance of God's glory. It's mm-hmm. literally this blinding beauty yeah. of holiness and righteousness that has just, you know, poured himself out for uh, the world. And you think, yeah, okay, this is mm-hmm. who you were created to be. Absolutely. And we're completely unable to be. And so this is the good news of the gospel. He has come, he's not just your model. Mm-hmm. Of righteousness, he's your means of righteousness. Mm-hmm. He is the reality of your right. He Absolutely. is your righteousness, and so, but it doesn't even stop there. In God's grace, He also says, "And I will make you um, mm-hmm. into my image. Like I'm yeah. going to continue to mold you and Absolutely. shape you in this way." Absolutely, and that holistic view of righteousness, what is like really rich and awesome about it, is it seeps down into the ordinary, mm-hmm. and it's something to meditate on. Like if, if there is like a holistic righteousness, uh, that like a beauty that can pervade your life and, and make it carry the aroma of Jesus, that means that there there are threads of righteousness in changing a baby's diaper, yeah, and in bringing grapes and orange slices to baseball practice, <laughs> yeah, and in you know going to an HOA meeting, mm-hmm. and in you know doing a serve day in Clarkston, and you know like. All these different things. It's not just like not watching porn and, right. you know, not speaking vulgarly. Right. It's so much deeper. So and much so much deeper. better. Like, of yeah. course, like those are parts of it, but it pervades everything and it brings meaning. It brings value. It, yeah. it, it, brings, it brings beauty. It's very yeah, like it it's creative um, in the well, in the ways that only God can be creative. Absolutely. Like I Absolutely. think of sin when we were talking about this, even just um like back at that second Peter passage that we talked about a few days ago, just how like, you know, truly boring sin is. I had a, I read a commentator one time on the book of judges and you just think like, Oh my goodness, I got, I got to get through this book. I'm, I'm, it's so boring. Why? Because there's nothing that Satan can create. He can only corrupt. Mm. Um, And so whenever we participate in unrighteous ways, it's literally so, um, I mean, it's just like 
there's no creativity in it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think, yes, there are things that shock us, but it's just debasing something that's already there. Whereas if you choose to live in this way and to love righteousness and to cultivate it in your life, there's just endless opportunities for beauty, as you described. In every area of your life, there's nothing too mundane. Um, Absolutely. It, it's all just ripe for, I mean, the fruit that comes from this kind of faithful, righteous living is, um, you know, it's unimaginable. God always does more than we can imagine. Absolutely. You know, Andy Squires, he's kind of like this niche, like uh, Christian folk songwriter, but he he's also, he kind of writes these like essays and, and stuff and, and posts them on Instagram that are clever and, and thought provoking mm-hmm. uh, and have like really interesting titles. But one of them is titled, uh, have you ever kissed a woman you've been in love with for 29 years? Um, and that's how the paragraph opens is with that question. And he says, it's all I've ever really wanted to do. Oh. And he like builds into that. And and he's been married for 29 years. Yeah. But he kind of is tapping into that of like the, the scandalous, uh, you know, kind of sultry view of romance. Yeah. That is the the deceiver would sell is actually so lackluster and and boring. Yeah. In comparison exactly. to the fruit of righteousness that yes, it, it takes, you know, the, there's a more time testedness and, and uh and sometimes a profundity it's, to it. Yes, that you exactly. Can hardly, yeah, and you have to build words towards around. it and be patient towards it. Right. But the fruit is so much greater. Yeah. And uh and so I don't know. I, I love that. Like righteousness is an amazing thing to to dwell on. Yes. And uh, to just zoom out as these proverbs are helping us do, and then to look to Jesus and wonder and be like, "Wow, wow!" The fulfillment of righteousness exactly is is mind boggling. Mind boggling, and just such a moment for worship that it's, you God would even invite us into this. Yes. That this is His, um, you know, dream for us. Yes. Utterly magnanimous. <laughs> 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 truly yeah, truly magnanimous <laughs> all right well it's been a great uh day and the proverbs once again and it'll only get better tomorrow so for the great jennifer mcclish this is will carlisle and dang it we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our Daily Rhythm.